Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and we're really excited to have Trey here with us tonight. Trey is a USTA-rated 4.5, but something that's very interesting about Trey is that he is self-taught, so I don't even understand that. Um, But Trey, can you start us off and tell us why you started playing adult tennis? Yeah, it's great to be on the show. I'm a big fan, big fan of you guys and listen all the time. Um, Yeah, I started probably about seven or eight years ago, uh, just kind of as a recreational player, just, you know, kind of going to local courts and, you know, just messing around. And, you know, after dating my now wife, who is a tennis pro, um, you know, started getting into the game, uh, started watching a lot of tennis at first, and then that kind of got me into it. Um, and it's just been, you know, a fun six, seven years since that um, of playing, you know, USTA tournaments, uh, charity tournaments. Um, so, yeah. So, Trey, did you, um, I think we talked a while back and you really learned a lot of how you played the game watching YouTube videos. Is that correct? And tell us which ones they were because we need to watch all of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, me kind of being, a, you, know, you know, me kind of being a southpaw or, or a lefty, you know, when I started watching tennis, I watched a ton of Rafael Nadal videos. And so he was kind of the person I tried to emulate starting out. So, you know, just a crazy spin uh, forehand and then just you know, trying to emulate his backhand as much as I could. Uh, so I did watch a lot of his YouTube videos, just his practice sessions, learned a lot from him sliding, learning how to slide on clay and just kind of the mechanics of his swing, the, the amount of spin and RPMs that he gets on that ball is just, it's just amazing. But he's the one who I watched just, you know, cause I was left-handed trying to emulate him as much as I could. And, you know, people that I've played against, you know, I've been told that I, I emulate his swing a lot and my swing looks a lot like his. It's not as majestic, but it's, uh, right. you know, what I strive to, <laughs> it's what I strive to look like. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I had a racket a couple years ago that I got as a gift, and I hit a really hard ball, but very flat with almost no spin. Now I have a little bit of spin because of your wife. Thank you very much, Megan. Um, but Trey so played his, with my- by the way, we should we should probably tell everybody his wife is Aaron and my tennis pro. Right, right, yeah. Exactly. So we need to say and that. So his wife is an amazing tennis pro. Yeah, yeah she could beat both Carolyn and I with. On a, with a broken leg, with one hand tied behind her back, playing lefty, and she could still beat Carolyn and I together. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we play points every now and then, and you know, she just—it's—it's it's a completely different game. You know, she just hits such a hard, flat ball that you know I'm used to just see? the yeah. leagues that we play in. I don't see that. You know, even even with the you know the four or five guys, they don't hit anything flat, and so and and as hard. So it's really an adjustment, yeah, you know, yeah. for me, I play whenever we play points and stuff together, it's so much defense, you know, I'll, I'll get a lucky point here and there, but she just kind of puts me on the defense so quick with, you know, how hard and flat she hits the ball. There's not hardly any topspin with her. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But I was going to say Trey played with my racket that I got as a gift and he played for maybe 30 minutes with it and he frayed the uh, string so quickly that but it like it was almost I had a string that was almost broken with him just hitting with that racket it took me like another month and a half for that string to actually break 
And I, and I broke it by hitting really hard one day, but it literally was hanging on by a thread after him hitting for 20 minutes. And then it took me like a month and a half later for it to, and I was so proud that I broke a string, but it really wasn't my doing. It was Trey's. (laughs) I remember that. That was pretty funny. Um, So how do you think being married to a pro has helped your game? Because your strokes are beautiful. Obviously, (laughs) they look just like Nadal. They are beautiful. (laughs) They are beautiful. And my husband has played with Trey before in tournaments. And Mike talks about just how great Trey is. Like what a good tennis player he is. And and you think you can watch YouTube and be a good tennis player. But I've watched a million YouTube videos. And I still look like an adult rec tennis player that started in her 40s. I don't look like I don't look like an adult. <laughs> Has no one compared you to Nadal? Nobody. Aaron? I nope. mean, shocking, either, I know. Shocking. Either do I. Either either do I. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. We, you know, with her being a pro, we really don't work together a whole lot. Um, you know, we Yeah. It's, you know, we've worked together a couple times. We'll go out and hit um and just kind of mess around, but She'll come out to some of US team matches and she'll point a few things out. It's nice, you know. She definitely, you know, if I ask for help, you know, she is more than willing to to, to give it. Um, and you know, when we're out hitting, we'll practice some things. But, um, but yeah, we don't really, you know, we don't. I haven't, you know, we don't do lessons together. It's probably be probably a good thing. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. Very smart. Keep a marriage strong. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. So, Trey, can you tell us what your most memorable moment was playing tennis? Oh, man, there's been probably a couple. Um, I think the first time we went to Combo States in Wilmington, uh, we had had a great season uh, with the guys that I was with. We ended up losing in the city playoffs. Um, We ended up getting the wild card to get into states and played every single single match. I think we lost one match, but our semis were with the team that we had lost to in the city finals. And they were kind of our rival throughout that entire season. Um, and it was a great match. It was just kind of back and forth. I think the first set was 7-6. The second set was we lost the second 6-7. Wow. Um, and then we ended up, you know, winning in a tie break. And, you know, I had the rack. I had, you know, the tiebreaker on my racket and ended up winning it. Um and then, you know, getting to the finals and then winning, you know, my first year uh, at state. So that was probably one of the one of the best memories. Just, you know, I'd never been, you know, under that much pressure and to kind of come out of it. Um, learned a lot about, you know, my game and trying to kind of handle handle the pressure. I mean, you had a lot of, you know, all your teammates watching and it was uh, it was uncomfortable. But, you know, we were able to pull it out and it was it was a great victory for us. Um, so that's probably one of my one of my fondest memories. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 It was it was a great time. I mean, we had a we had a great group of guys. I, I have another question, Trey. Sure. So I still don't understand how you become a four or five by watching YouTube videos. <laughs> like Oh. <laughs> like I um, get a self taught you know, three O. This video is what but a self taught four five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the videos were a big part of a big part of it. But um, you know, as a three five I played four um and as a four oh I played four or five matches. You know, I, I those matches were probably one of the biggest things that helped. Just, you know, especially at the four oh level, you know, there's not a lot of pressure, you know, on me to win those matches. You know, it's more pressure on the opponent because they're the higher, you know, higher ranked opponent. So 
I had nothing to lose. And, you know, the four O's at that time, you know, they're smarter, you know, it's just a different game. So playing those guys and kind of learning their, you know, that game was key. And then, you know, as a four O, I mean, playing four or five matches, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I had nothing to lose going out there and playing. Um, so, you know, just learning and, you know, that level, you know, it's just the guys are so much smarter at that level. So that definitely helped my tennis IQ playing those guys. Um, and so, you know, getting, and then getting to a four or five, you know, that was always, you know, the goal, um, playing four O and playing four or five, you know, I had a great four O season right before I got bumped up, didn't have a great four or five season, my first season, but that was just kind of a learning, a learning curve for me. And, uh, yeah, now it's just, it, it's fun. You know, I, I was primarily a singles player, uh, to start out with, you know, I still enjoy playing singles, more of a doubles player. I feel like now, um, I probably play, you know, doubles more like I would singles. Um, but yeah, you know, watching the videos, it definitely helped with mechanics. Um, but I think just getting match experience, you know, in with better players, I think, you know, really helped me kind of elevate, you know, my game to, you know, to where it is now. So. Right, exactly. Trey, would you say that when you were playing four or five people, are they mainly co- former college players? I think some are, um, you know, they played college, you know, you know, back in the day, um, you know, lately I've seen there's a lot of younger, you know, younger four or fives coming, especially last season, you know, playing four or five, um, you know, a five doubles, uh, a lot of younger kids I've seen coming up nowadays. And even when we went to States, um, when we'd played, you know, a five combo, you know, wasn't, you know, there was, I would say the majority of those kids are probably, you know, I say probably like a D three, you know, D three school plan four or five, you know, it's, yeah. Not fair sometimes, just, you know, you get that youth in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say probably most of your four or five players are going to be, you know, people that used to play college who, and, you know, some of them who are kind of in, you know, those D3, D3 type schools. Yeah. So they had more than YouTube videos, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, they've had coaching their whole lives like we haven't. <laughs> We really appreciate Trey being on the podcast. Another interesting thing about Trey is that he installs and maintains tennis courts. So we have another episode where we ask all the questions about tennis courts that I've at least wanted to know, such as why do you have to wear special shoes on clay courts or how much does it cost to get a court put in your backyard? If you'd like to see a picture of Trey, please go to our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. 